In session three, you will hear Pastor Floyd encourage you on the subject of how to empower your prayers. You will hear about 40 days that changed his life and the forgotten biblical practice of fasting and prayer. You'll learn the true meaning of humbling yourself before God and the times in your life when you should fast and pray. This session is very challenging, so get ready as we join Pastor Floyd as he speaks about how to empower your prayers. It was early one February morning in 1995. I was simply in my study having my quiet time with God. And while I was reading my one-year Bible and asking God to speak to me through His Word, I was alarmed at what I sensed God was saying to me. Have you ever been there? I was reading about Moses going up to the mountain to spend 40 days with God in prayer and fasting. And the alarming call that I really believed that God wanted me to do was to fast and pray for 40 days. It was so clear to me that He wanted me to fast and pray for 40 days for spiritual revival in my personal life, my church, and even in my country. And since early days in college, I had practiced fasting and prayer. No one had really ever taught me to, but I had just read the Scripture and had learned it and had a desire to follow God, so I began to pursue the discipline. However, I had never fasted for over three days at any one time in my life. But you know, God always has and creates some of those defining moments. Another one of those defining moments in my life and in my ministry was in 1990 when my wife Gina was diagnosed with cancer. I began to fast and pray one day a week for God to heal her body. And before the Lord, I was there for at least 40 weeks out of those 52 weeks pleading and petitioning with God for God to bring healing to her body. Well, now God has called me and was wanting me to fast and pray for 40 consecutive days. That's a big order. But in a short time, God convinced me that that's exactly what I needed to do. And I became obedient to God. I studied about long-term fasting, even though there wasn't a whole lot of information out at the time about the discipline. But I will never forget it that it was on the evening before Easter in 1995 that I began a 40-day journey with God. And those 40 days became known as 40 days that changed my life. What happened? I experienced extreme brokenness and, and repentance. And when the Lord gave me permission to share what God had done in my life with the fellowship at First Baptist Church in Springdale, Arkansas, the only thing I can say is God came down. It was on June the 4th, I'll never forget it, 1995, when God brought a moving spiritual revival to our church. You see, it was on that day that the church got a new pastor without even changing pastors, and I got a new church without even changing churches. And since that time, due to God's grace and due to God's power, He has sustained me through two additional 40-day time periods of fasting and prayer, as well as some other segmented times when I just heard His voice calling me unto Himself. You see, one of the major things that I have learned about fasting and prayer is this, that if you want your prayers empowered, then you should fast and pray. 
I mean, if you really want your prayers empowered, you should fast and you should pray. There are a lot of us here today that do not even understand fasting. It might even be the first time we've ever heard about it. But let's begin where we need to begin, and that is with a simple definition. What is fasting? Fasting is abstinence from food with a spiritual goal in mind. Now, I want you to think about that with me for a moment. Don't just simply be hurriedly writing notes to say you got it, but think about it. It is abstinence from food with a spiritual goal in mind. What else is it? It is also abstaining from the most natural thing your body desires, which is food. In order to pursue the God of heaven to do something supernatural in your life. Man, that's powerful. It's when you abstain from the most natural thing your body desires, which is for food. In order to pursue the God of heaven to do something supernatural in your life. You see... God's gateway to supernatural power is prayer and fasting. I mean, if you want to know the gateway, the place you enter into the realm of the supernatural, it is when you deny the most natural thing your body desires, which is food, in order to pursue the God of heaven to do something supernatural in your life. Fasting is powerful because you humble yourself before God. The Scripture calls us to take the initiative to humble ourselves before God. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, the following words. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you at the proper time. Now, what does that word humble mean? The word humble means to lie low, to make yourself flat, or to put yourself under. Isn't it amazing that that definition is totally contradictory to what the American culture teaches you? It teaches you to do everything but to lie low or to make yourself humble, or to put yourself under. But God says humility is you lying low before Him. You be yourself putting yourself flat before Him. You putting yourself under Him. The interesting thing in Scripture is that there is an interesting correlation, a continual correlation in Scripture with humbling yourself and fasting and prayer. Let me illustrate briefly from the Bible. In Psalm chapter 35, verse 13... It records David saying the following words, I humbled my soul with fasting. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus was talking about praying, giving, and fasting. Now notice what the Lord said there. He did not say, if you fast, but Jesus said, when you fast. And it's also another interesting thing is that Jesus put fasting on the same level as he does praying and giving. Now, I guarantee in the normal church in this country today, you know some about praying and you know some about giving, but you don't hear a lot about fasting. 
And if we really want our prayers empowered, we need to learn how to pray and fast. And so when you accompany your praying with the discipline of fasting, you are empowering your prayers in a God-sized way. And you will discover that God can do more in a moment than you could ever do in a lifetime. So let me ask you today, could God be calling you to set aside some time for you to fast and to pray about something in your life? Something in your church? Something in your country? Let's answer this question. When should you pray and fast? When should you spend some time fasting and praying? First of all, when you are desiring God to do something great in your life, your church, or your country, you should fast and pray. I mean, do you desire for God to do something great in your life? Great in your country? Great in your church? If you just have a simple desire, an enthusiastic desire for God to do something, then you should spend time fasting and praying. But there's another time you should fast and pray, and that is when you are desperate for God to do something in your life, your church, or your country. That's when you should fast and when you should pray. How desperate are you? I mean, one of the quotients we need to find in our church is our desperation quotient. How desperate are we for God to do something fresh and new and alive in our church? How, how desperate are you for God to do that in your own personal life? You see, I believe that God is calling each one of His people to a day or even several days of fasting and prayer. Now, I want to close this session today by giving to you a very important illustration and a very, quite honestly, a good bit of good news. Can I do that? You've only got four problems in your life. You say, wait a minute, you don't know my life. No, I, I, I know your life. I want to tell you today, you've only got four problems. What are they? Well, first of all, you have a mind problem, M-I-N-D, a mind problem. I tell you, Satan, our enemy, he is trying to take our minds constantly off of the cause of Christ. Amen? He constantly tries to distort my thinking and persuade my views away from the Word of God. He would do everything he can to mess up my mind. So I have a mind problem. But I also have a will problem, W-I-L-L, -L, a will problem. You see, Ronnie is just like you. I have a strong will. And sometimes my will stands up in the face of God and says, no, so I have a will problem. But let me tell you another problem each one of us have. We have an emotion problem. An emotion problem. Sometimes we're up. Sometimes we're down. Sometimes we feel good about things. Sometimes we don't feel good about things. And the sad thing is, many times we live our life based off our feelings. But there's another problem we have. We have a body problem. <laughs> That's right. Touch it. Pinch it. You got a body problem. I don't want to give bad news today, but you're one day closer to dying than you were yesterday. 
and your body is declining every day. It is, it is declining right before your eyes. But listen carefully. I believe when the Holy Spirit comes to live within you at salvation, where does He reside? He resides in your where? Your spirit. And in your spirit, 1 Corinthians says, you are in complete oneness with the Holy Spirit when His Spirit comes to live within your spirit. Now, when you fast, your spirit becomes very aware of the Spirit of God. I mean, something happens, and I'll be honest with you, it's something supernatural happens to you, and you become very aware of the Spirit of God, and all of a sudden, your spirit is united with the Holy Spirit of God. Now, here's the illustration. Have you ever witnessed the orchestra conductor exercise his influence upon the orchestra? I mean, you talk about powerful. He raises his hands. They raise their instruments. He does this, and they put it to their mouth. They are at his beck and call, and they do it in sequence. And when they play, hopefully it sounds like a beautiful symphony. Now follow me. When you fast, your spirit, remember who lives in there? The Holy Spirit, becomes like an orchestra conductor in your life. What does he do? The Holy Spirit, when you fast, he says to your mind, mind, come under the lordship of Jesus Christ. He says to your will, will, come under the lordship of Jesus Christ. He says to your emotion, emotion, come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. He says to your body, body, come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And all of a sudden, for the first time in your spiritual life, when all of those areas are under the control of the Holy Spirit, your life becomes a beautiful spiritual symphony, and the world is attracted to hear what you have to say. You want your prayers empowered? Fasting will empower your life and your prayers with real God power.